0: Welcome to episode 129 of P's and Q's podcast. I'm Clay Hansen and I'm ready to take you on another journey. We talk about Chris Pratt and why everybody hates him, and we talk about other shit. We also talk about James Gunn and some of his questionably funny tweets from 2010. Some of them are pretty fucked up. I'll admit that, but some of them are fucking hilarious, which is crazy. Um, we also go down. I didn't realize Nambla was a thing. You know, the Nash, the North American men, boy, love association. Episode South Park did an episode on it, and I thought that that was a joke and I completely forgot about it. And then I read, you'll see, you got a hell of an episode ahead of you. There's lots of laughs to be had Um, and a lot of a lot of discovery. We learn a lot about the world in this episode so uh, i appreciate you guys listening reach out at p and q pod at gmail.com at official p's and q's um and slime hand Clem on tiktok but other than that sit back relax and enjoy we'll do it live Fuck it. do it live i can i'll write it and we'll do it live this fucking thing sucks dude why were people so up in arms I was I saw a preview for the the new Mario movie coming out and people were pissed because Chris Pratt Was going to be the new Mario. Mario. Mario movie. Charlie Day plays Luigi. Jack Black plays Bowser. Keegan-Michael Key plays Toad. In the new Mario movie. And Seth Rogen plays Donkey Kong. This is an all-time cast. And people are mad that Chris Pratt is being Mario? Why would that matter? Why would anyone care about that? That's so weird. Is it because he's not Italian? Is Chris Pratt Italian? Is Chris Pratt Italian? He is I know he's from Seattle, which is fucking tight. Is Chris Pratt... The Mario movie has been a point of debate ever since uh, Chris Pratt was casted. Pratt is not Italian, after all. And many fans uh, fans were left baffled when the movie's first trailer dropped last October and revealed Pratt's Brooklyn-heavy Mario voice. Oh, so he's like from Brooklyn or something like that. Okay. Who cares? Dude, they made a movie called The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise and no one gave a shit about that i'm pretty sure there's a there's a movie called the mexican starring brad pitt <laughs> the mexican starring brad pitt it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the mexican starring brad pitt can like listen to this cast for a movie called the mexican James Gandolfini, Julia Roberts, Brad Pitt, Bob Babblebam, Babble Sherman Augustus, Gene Hackman, and there's one guy named Gustavo Aguilar, and he's a junkyard pro. There's like four Mexicans in the movie The Mexican. And then... The Last Samurai, that comes out in 2003, starring Tom Cruise. And there's a good amount of Asian people in this, so you can kind of. That movie is two hours and 34 fucking minutes long. Jesus, criminy. See, and this is where I don't understand the internet, because I looked up The Last Samurai, and then it gives me like the cast. And then there's that little section off to the side that says watch the movie and it says Google Play and TV 3.99, Apple TV 3.99, Redbox which I can't believe is still a thing, 3.99. But then there's a little check mark up here. And the little check mark says already watched. I definitely didn't already watch The Last Samurai. I've never seen The Last Samurai. So in two thousand and one the Mexican starring Brad Pitt comes out. No one gives a shit. Then the Last Samurai, starring Tom Cruise comes out. Nobody bats an eye. Fast forward to twenty twenty three Mario, a game based on a or a movie based on a video game, comes out and it is an animated film for children. And fans are like Chris Pratt's Mario? He's not even Italian. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> do people not like Chris Pratt? Uh, do people not like Chris Pratt? You know what? From the movies I've seen and like some of the interviews I've seen with Chris Pratt, I feel like I like him. But the first fucking thing, if you look up on Google, do people not like Chris Pratt? The first thing you see is, why does everyone hate Chris Pratt? Details. Okay, let's get to the bottom of this, I guess. Did he do something like, like 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 sneaky or was he was he like a was he a creep, you know? Was Chris Pratt caught for being a creep? Another day, another controversy, of course. If we're being totally honest, This one has kind of been going on for a while. On October 17th, 2020, a Twitter post of Chris Pratt, Chris Hemworth, Chris Evans, and Chris Pine was shared with a caption, One has to go. The response, overwhelmingly, Twitter users voted Chris Pratt off the island of Chris Island, with many saying that he was banished from Chris Island years ago. Why have people been mad at Chris Pratt for so many years? And why is the hate coming out in full force now? Let's trace the history from his controversial tweets to his controversial take on Mario in the upcoming Super Mario Bros. movie. Which get a life. If you're that bummed out that Chris Pratt is being Mario, get a life, you know? If your life is not fulfilled enough to be like, well, you know what? Things really bugging me nowadays. They're like, yeah, taxes are probably bugging you. No. Chris Pratt's going to be fucking Mario. And that bothers me because he's not Italian. You name one Italian who's upset. (laughs) Why does everyone hate Chris Pratt? Let's start with his social media posts. While there are some public figures who have been outspoken about who they are or aren't voting for, Chris kept very mum on the issue, except for one Instagram post from 2020, which he encouraged everyone to vote for his movie to win People's Choice Award. The upcoming 2020 People's Choice Awards is the most consequential vote in the history of mankind. Times a million infinity. Vote for Onward for Family Movie of the Year, or else you will die. No hyperbully. Hyperbully? Hyperbully? H Y P E R B O L E? Hyperbole? Does that make sense? Is that a word? While some consider it to be a funny joke, which it was, not, I mean, it's not like a funny joke, but it's a joke so don't get so fucking bent out of shape about it. Others thought it was a little tone-deaf to be joking about an election during a year when hundreds of thousands of Americans died from COVID-19. Okay. Unfortunately for Chris, his post and his lack of any other political discussion got a lot of people talking, and most of the discussion wasn't in his favor. For one thing, it's widely been reported that Chris... Was a supporter of President Trump. This however remains something that is only speculation. I do like how they're saying Chris Pratt being a fan of Donald Trump. Like this is however, this however remains something that is only speculation. As if he fucking like killed a guy or, <laughs> or, or like molested a child like he's a supporter of Trump. It's like being it's like being accused of being a communist back in the day. Chris has previously said, you're either the red state or the blue state, the left or the right. Not everything is politics and maybe that's something I'd want to help bridge because I don't feel represented by either side. This would suggest that the actor doesn't identify as a Republican or a Democrat. So just like me, I think I like this guy more and more. I like Chris Pratt. Couldn't you? Wouldn't you? Snowflake reaction in 54321. I don't think so. Probably not. He also previously shared writing by his father-in-law, Arnold Schwarzenegger, online. Arnold and his daughter and Chris's wife, Catherine, have both been outspoken about their dislike for Trump. Okay. I think think people are just being a little hard on him. He's just, like, saying stuff. Are there any Chris Pratt fans out there? I feel like I'm a Chris Pratt guy. However, there are other aspects of Chris's beliefs that may that cause some people to believe he sides with Trump. For one thing, he was spotted wearing a Goddess din flag, which has been co opted and frequently utilized by white supremacist organizations. Ooh. But what is a Goddessin flag? I got to look that up cuz It's like one of those things if it gets lumped together with something. How do you spell that? Goddessin? G A D S G A D S Goddessin flag. Oh, the Don't Tread on Me you know what the thing is is the "Don't Tread on Me" flag is super fucking bitching. I don't know how it got like wrapped wrapped into. It looks cool as hell. It's not like a fucking swastika. It's a rattlesnake. Um, he also has been accused of homophobia, as he reportedly. He's reportedly a member of the Zoe Church, which is famously anti-LGBTQ. If you're a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates a certain group of people, don't be surprised if someone simply wonders why it's not addressed. Okay. Elliot Page called, there aren't two... Being anti-LGBTQ, BTQ is wrong. There aren't two sides. L- Elliot Page called him out on Twitter. Hmm. Animal rights activists have also been upset with Chris for quite some time for multiple reasons, one being he's out spoken about his love for hunting. Okay. What the fuck? Old and prone to accidents. He's sweet though. You know, that would be so fucking stupid if you were a famous actor and you get went out of your way to be like, I fucking love hunting and fishing and doing all that shit, and then having people be like, what a bad guy. God damn. And it also has a lot to do with people being uneducated with, like, uh, you know, if Chris Pratt was an outspoken fucking, uh, like, poacher, then, yeah, he's a bad, but he loves hunting. Good. (laughs) God. God damn. He received a good deal of flack for attempting to give away a 15-year-old cat so caverly to a stranger online. So I followed up the tweet with a now deleted blog post, which read bottom line and not this is any of your fucking business weirdos. But my wife and I want to start a family. We absolutely cannot have an animal that shits all over the house. Sorry. If you are a parent, you will understand. And if not, that probably explains why you have such a hard on for cats. Just saying (laughs) what a guy that's so fucking funny, dude. Hell yeah. I completely agree with him because I have two fucking dogs that just drive me and my wife absolutely fucking insane. I would be willing to bet if you could forecast it, what'd we get? We got our second dog like eight years ago. If somebody could just show us like a glimpse of our life in the future, I would absolutely not have bought our second dog. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the fucking writer, the writer for this is being so smug about it. <laughs> that um, classy response was also not well received. And he did end up giving his 15 year old cat, who starred in Stuart Little as Snowball, by the way, away to somebody he met online. Okay, who gives a shit? He didn't. People take their fucking pets to pounds, like constantly. There's a lot of people who just set a dog on the side of the road and drive away. I'm not saying that's a good thing, that's fucked up, but the fact that Chris Pratt's in like spotlight, you know, makes it be like, oh, he gave, he gave that cat away. What a, what a mean dickhead. <sighs> Chris Pratt is a solid man there is. I know him personally, instead of casting us, yes. Mark of Buffalo endorses Chris Pratt. You hear that? Hulk. Hulk endorses Chris Pratt. So why don't you guys just have a little respect? (sighs) Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn quoted Mark and adds, Sorry, just finding about this nonsense. Chris Pratt is the best dude in the world. I've spent hours and hours sharing my deepest truths with this man, and he has with me. Please stop assuming what he believes politically or any other way because he's a Christian. What the fuck are we talking about? What does that mean, man? Over on Instagram, Ronnie Downey Jr. said what a world. The sinless the sinless are casting stones at my brother. Ha ah, yeah, he quoted it. Sinless are casting stones at my brother Chris Pratt, a real Christian who lives by principle, never demonstrated anything but positivity and gratitude, and he just married into a family that makes space for civil. Discourse And just plain fact Insists on serving At As the highest value Now I'm gonna bump off Of Chris Pratt I'm just gonna say Right now I'm pro Chris Pratt He's a funny guy He's a He's a hunter guy I'm a hunter guy He's a fisher guy Probably I assume that he's a fisher guy And Uh he just said some, he didn't even, here's the thing, is now I'm going to look into it, because didn't James Gunn get in some hot water for writing some, James Gunn in trouble. Get James James Gunn trouble. Okay, James Gunn fired from Galax, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 over offensive tweets. I'm just seeing James Gunn for the first time right now. He looks kind of like a pervert. I'm just going to say that. Disney responded rapidly to reports of jokes gun made online, some a decade old. And this happened in 2018, so that shows you how far off the fucking map I am. So July 20th, 2018, Disney has fired. Has Guardians of the Galaxy 3 come out? Is there a Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Is there a Guardians... Is there a Guardians... Guardians of the Galaxy 3? It's scheduled to be released in the United States May 5th, 2023. That's right around the corner. I fucking love Guardians of the Galaxy. Sick. That's tight. I wonder... Is there going to be a... What's it about? What will it be about? Still reeling from the loss of Gamora, Peter Quill must rally his team to defend the universe and protect one of their own. If the mission is not completely successful, it could possibly lead to the end of the Guardians as we know them. Well, that doesn't really tell me fuck all about anything. Let's get back to James Gunn being fired. Okay. Conspiracy theorist Mike Cernovich, perhaps best known for the most active promoters of fake Pizzagate conspiracy theory. We all know what Pizzagate is. Hello. That's a fucking crazy one. Begin resurfacing of Gunn's old tweets, some going back nearly a decade. In the tweets, Gunn makes a number of jokes about pedophilia and molestation. Okay. These are, oh, they got pictures of them. Okay. Let's take a look at that. James Gunn. April 5th, 2019. Retweet Peter Alton. I like it when little boys touch me in my silly place. Shh. That's pretty fucked up. Did he really tweet this? Uh. Photo shoot with AMA Leah and Stevie Sparkle and Melissa Pizza trying to maintain a semi chub so that I'll look impressive in these photos. Hmm. Well, 2011. The Hardy Boys and the Mystery of What It Feels Like When Uncle Bernie Fists Me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, fuck I get the <laughs> the expandables was so manly I fucked <laughs> oh my Jesus Christ oh my god Jesus Christ <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy oh my god <laughs> these oh my god Ooh, the Expendables was so manly, I fucked the shit out of the little pussy boy next to me. The boys are back in town. (laughs) These are tweets from James Gunn in 2010. (laughs) These are not me saying this. This is... (laughs) Uh, My new film, Jerk Loose, a small town where... Eating off is illegal, and one high school kid jerks off in front of the others to show them how fun it is. (laughs) Oh my god. This guy is a fucking card. (laughs) Oh my fucking god. Uh, this may be the plant version of adopting a damaged 12 year old girl who steals your money and accuses you of molesting her. Okay. Not that funny. This hotel shower is the weakest ever felt like a three year old was peeing on my head. Okay. Um, quote Eagle snatches kid. Unquote is what I call it when I get lucky. Whoa, damn. That's not funny. Uh I just downloaded the new Steven Tyler single and I feel like I feel the type of shame unusually usually reserved for getting a three dollar BJ from uh maybe Tranny. Jesus. Trying to figure out the most disgusting feature of Vegas uh, I can't read it, it's too small. Three men and a baby. Three men and a baby they had sex with. Hashtag unromantic movies. fuck. The baby's like a baby in that movie. Yeesh. At Drew at HitFix. Honestly, the best policy... Honesty is the best policy. Tell your three-year-old you're laughing, thinking of me fucking 3PO. He'll appreciate it when older. What? What does that mean? I'm doing a big Hollywood film adaptation of The Giving Tree with a happy ending. The tree grows back and gives the kid a blowjob. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> About to vomit as I'm stuffed with eat tofi and eggplant. I'm Louis I'm Louis Anderson my ass out. Just the fat not the little boys. I don't understand that. Mary Matthews just told me a story about how a monkey jerked off to completion on a kid on the set of Max kibble's big move <laughs> that can't be true <laughs> oh my god retweet at black E Heart. i remember my first nambla meeting it was the first time i felt okay being who i am some of those guys are still my best friends forever what's nambla what is nambla NAMBLA. Oh, fuck. Why didn't one of you guys say, don't look up NAMBLA? Because there's only one of you in here. That's fine. That's fine. I don't care. NAMBLA stands for North American Man-Boy Love Association. Jesus Fucking Christ. North American Man Boy Love Association, also known as NAMBLA, is a pedophilia and pederasty advocacy organization in the United States. It works to abolish age of consent laws, criminalizing adult sexual. Oh, Jesus Christ. Is this a real thing? Is Nambla real? Is Nambla real? I feel like I'm about to. Like. Today I learned. No way. Okay. I found a Vice article on Nambla. So this has got to be. Kind of real. This story. Rumors of the death of NAMBLA are only slightly exaggerated. Our investigation found. Oh, no. Okay. It will likely be decades before the society can have an honest, non-hysterical conversation about kids and sex. Gross. A pedophilia advocate who calls himself Eric Tazlar. Here's the deal. If you have to call yourself anything besides your real name, you're up to no good. Right? A pedophilia advocate who calls himself Eric Tayslar. i having trouble wrapping my head around this one. Whatever. Okay, so... The only reason I'm having trouble wrapping my head around this is a pedophilia advocate. Does that exist? What is... What is going on right now? I feel... I feel like I'm going crazy. (laughs) I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, <sighs> told me earlier this month over Twitter direct message claims to be steering committee members of the North American Man Love Man Boy Love Association or NAMBLA and is concerned about the organization's future. That's the last thing that anybody ever in the history or future of the world should ever be worried about. Right? Like, the fact that, like, Nordstrom is shutting down, or Sears is, like, fucking kaput. Nobody really batted an eye at that. Everyone was just like, yeah, well, Amazon's got better prices, and they can get shit faster, and I don't gotta go to the store, and that's just Amazon for you. Sorry, Sears. And that that was just kind of something. There should be nobody who's like, you know, I'm really concerned about about NAMBLA and the future of the organization. Because what if NAMBLA folds? Then there's not going to be a bunch of pedophiles that can get together and talk about how sweet pedophilia is. Isn't that a problem? His fears aren't unfounded. NAMBLA, once a visible advocate of pedophilia, doesn't feature heavily into what I call the online pedosphere these days. Membership numbers and group activities are difficult to pin down, but based on online research and conversations, the alleged former members as well as opponents of the group both appear to have dwindled to nearly nothing. There are only a handful of people There are only a handful of people still involved. A self-described former Nambla member who calls himself Icarus. Dude. Dude If you're picking an of course, an ex-Nambla guy's name is Icarus. Dude Of course, an ex-NAMBLA member is named Icarus. That only makes so much sense. And he sleeps in the basement of Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, dude. A former NAMBLA member who calls himself Icarus told me on an anonymous pedophile chat site, boychat.org, For the love of God... Boy chat, an anonymous pedophile. Dad. Some pedophiles now call themselves minor attracted persons or maps. That is not. Just because you put a fucking bow on it doesn't make it any better. Like NAMBLA, the North American Man Boy Love Association, that's fucked. And just as fucked is MAPS, the Minor Attracted Persons Group. Jesus Christ, I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, some pedophiles now call themselves Minor Attracted Persons. MAPS have their own language in the pedosphere, which is divided into baby into the baby love, sometimes abbreviated BL, or in girl love communities. According to some anti contact maps, the ones who claim they would never try to have sex with minors and say they're devoted to lifelong struggle against their own urges, NAMBLA would be considered a pro contact group. Oh, dude. Do you not look at a fucking child and go. If you're having sexual thoughts when children are present, you know what you should do. There's already way too many people on this planet. And I'll let you go from there. I'll let you I'll let you judge. If you're listening to P's and Q's podcast. And you're thinking to yourself, you know, when I'm around my child, nephew. I have a boulder. You know what you should do? There's too many people on the planet. That's what you should do. I'll let you think about that and go, oh, that's what I should do. You should do it. You should. You should. And then you should... Leave a note that says, oh, I was listening to P's and Q's podcast and old clay dog told me that my sexual urges towards children. There's too many people on planet Earth. And we certainly don't have room for NAMBLA or minor attracted persons. Maps. Dude. And then maps and Nambla are like they're like divided. They're like, oh no. I'm just a minor attractive person. Means I get a boater when there's a kid around. Nambla, they're actually trying to fung these children. Okay, pro contact group. Both of you are pieces of shit. Hey, you're pieces of shit. Jesus Christ. Reformed. Pro-contactor, okay, reformed, Nick Todd Nickerson, a member of the online group Virtuous Pedophiles or Verped, has ventured out into the light of day using his real name as the byline on stories he writes about a struggle not to offend. Nickerson, who dabbled in sympathy for Nambla before his conversation to the ways of anti-contact, says prominent pro-contactors are cult leaders. They are the scary ones because they are fully invested in the message. They are smart and charismatic, and a lot of what they say is true, but they take it too far. Nickerson told me in an email... I despise what they represent and what they want to do. But you're an ex-pro contact guy. Try to spin it so they're fighting for children's rights. Jesus Christ. He said NAMBLA members try to spin it so that they're fighting... So they try to spin it so that they're fighting for children's rights. But adds, I've never seen children taking to the streets with signs demanding their right to have sex with pedophiles. Yeah, because they're fucking children, dude. Jeez, Louisa. And James Gunn was talking about, what did he say about NAMBLA? I remember my first NAMBLA meeting. It was the first time I felt okay with being who I am. Some of those guys are still my best friends forever. What the fuck? Is it still happening... Or not. Now I'm just getting pissed. A brief 1970s. Oh, okay. Most likely, the beginning and end of the, was the notorious 1993 documentary Chicken Hawk, Men Who Love Boys," a film in which several NAMBLA members put their names, faces, and feelings out into the world for all to see. It was a bold move, and one that definitely didn't pan out. The film is a glimpse into the lives of some Nambla's most prominent boy lovers, including Leyland Stevenson. Leyland is such a Nambla member name. Of course, Leyland. That's a Nambla member name. We all know that. Um, who shares a longing for... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, who shares his longing for boy flesh and gives a play-by-play of one of his sexual conquests in floor detail. Animal members received some, thimpa- some thim- sympathy in the reviews for the film, but on the whole, most viewers felt that just-let-them-talk filming approach simply gave a bunch of criminals enough rope to hang themselves. Very good job of letting Leyland Stevenson, the film's central character, and his sh- sh- cohorts hang themselves. In that time, Nambla hung around in the outer orbit of LGBT rights groups, but Nambla's sudden notoriety drew attention and disgust, and such groups definitely didn't want... Yeah, dude, don't try and link Nambla to the LGBT guys, dude. What the fuck? They're not the same. Nambla is not LGBT. Okay? Of course they didn't want anything to do with them. Uh, so are they around or goddamn not? This is the longest article ever. They would be comical if they weren't so dangerous and horrible. Yeah, no. Jesus Christ. Um, but Namble is still hanging. Jesus Christ. Namble is still hanging in there, according to Tazlar. It still exists, but greatly diminished in numbers, he wrote. This is due to law enforcement entrapments that spooked everyone a number of years ago. You want to know why? Because guys like Chris Hansen, who were out there to catch a predatoring people, are doing fucking God's work, brother. One such entrapment was the FBI's promise of a trip to Mexico. According to the San Diego Union Tribune, that bus put seven NAMBLA members behind bars, including a national leader and event organizer. We're the final blow for the organization. Then that left NAMBLA hobbled. Today they do pretty much nothing. We do not answer questions about our membership numbers. We no longer publish printed newsletter, the bulletin, etc. The site doesn't offer much. The contact page offers a mailing address and two phone numbers of which appear to have been disconnected while the other leads to voicemailing of seemingly unrelated businesses. So also, dang it. If there was a fucking nambla number a contact us for a nambla guy we could fucking prank call him dude i wonder if there's a way that i can fucking prank call i want i would want i would not want to do that on the spot i'd have to think about it wouldn't that be so funny to prank call a nambla guy Man, prank calling's fun. I should do a prank call next episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to do a prank call next episode. Even person who... Oh, my God. I always thought they should advocate age age at 14. Jesus, fuck. All right. Whether or not you're talking about Nambla, boy love hasn't died. The ideology that they pushed is very still much alive and is pretty much everywhere Matthews told me and he says they don't listen to reason I've argued with these people for 20 years I've gotten to the point where I know I'm just beating my head against the wall oh boy that was a weird rabbit hole to go down huh? so what we've gotten out of this is that I'm a Chris Pratt guy for sure. James Gunn had some pretty fucked up tweets. He also had some very very funny ones. <laughs> the Hardy Boys and the Mystery of What It Feels Like When Uncle Bernie Fists Me is, is <laughs> <laughs> That's some shit I would hear at work. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Christ all fucking mighty. That's a funny one. Uh, The Expendables was so manly, I fucked the shit out of the little pussy boy next to me. The boys are back in town. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so fucked up. Uh, Three minute baby. Okay. Hmm. I wonder what else... uh, Garth Brooks is getting a fucking divorce? No way. 13 expensive celebrity divorces divorce settlements that reveal what really happened. Tiger Woods and Ellen Nord, Nordegren. Nordegren, 750 million dollars. Could you imagine doling out $750 million and being like, I'm still going to be okay. That's what the fuck? How much more does he ha- What is Tiger Woods worth? What is Tiger Woods worth? What's his net worth? billion dollars? Tiger Woods is worth 1.1 billion dollars? Throw me a like if you love that, dude. Come on. Okay. So that's why doling out $750 to his wife, which I'm pretty sure he cheated on her with prostitutes, Angelina and Jolie and Brad Pitt 400 million since Jolie filed for divorce from Pitt, the couple has been working with a private judge. She asked for a full physical and joint legal custody of their children. It's too soon to tell, but rumor has it that the divorce will end up costing 400 million dollars. 400. How much is Brad Pitt worth? uh worth well Brad Pitt's only worth 400 million man, man. which is whopping since he How do you have that much money that's so crazy uh Kevin Costner and Cindy Silva, eighty million. Who cares? Alec, Alec, and Jocelyn Wild, Wildenstein. What the fuck? Who are these people? What the fuck, dude? Okay, there's people watching this. Who are these guys? Uh, uh. <laughs> Dude, a $250 billion divorce? What? That's crazy. Jocelyn managed to get $2.5 billion, a French businessman and billionaire, known for her plastic surgery, which cost... Her plastic surgery, stay on for me. This lady's plastic surgery cost... Two million dollars. Look at her fucking face. That's what two million dollars will get you. A chin like Jay fucking Leno. What did she look like before that? (laughs) That's so fucked up. Jesus Christ. So... I think that's kind of one of those, oh, if you have a chance, look up Joycelyn Wildenstein. That's like one of those things where you're like, I don't know, where you're like trying to like make something out of clay and you like keep adding and taking away and you fuck it up more and more and more and before you know it, like. The dog you're trying to make just looks like a mound of shit on the ground. That's what this lady's face looked like. She spent two million dollars to just absolutely jack her fucking face. Oh, my God. Michael and Dorinda Douglas. Michael Douglas married Dorinda in 1977 she which was she got 45 million from Michael Douglas which was half of the actor's net worth at the time Robert and Sheila Johnson 400 million Johnson sold BE oh he's the co-founder of BET Dr. Phil McGraw and Debbie Higgins was a $1,000,000. Okay. Andre Agassi and Brookfields, 130000000 Bernie and Slavica Essel- Esselstone. 1 billion bernie and slovika esselstone made the headlines for the wrong reasons after having a divorce settlement worth an incredible 1 billion not wasting any time so we could turn the money into 1.6 billion from investments okay so whoever the fuck that is reba mcintyre and marvel narvel Blackstock. wow jesus christ Well, this is not Michael Strahan and Gene Moogly. Who the fuck is Gene Moogly? Gene Moogly? Okay, so this is one of those things. <clears throat> Excuse me. I clicked on this because it said Garth Brooks got a divorce. But he doesn't. Rupert Murdoch and Anna Maria Torv. Torv. Who's that? Lasted thirty-two years. Have three children together. Split up nineteen ninety-nine. Uh, his net worth is eight billion dollars. Heidi Klum and Seal seventy million dollars. Mel Gibson and Robin Moore four hundred and twenty. Man. Look at Mel Gibson in the fucking 90s. Good-looking guy. Mel Gibson's a good-looking guy. Oh, smoking a cigarette. He's in, like, a fucking velvet suit. He's inside, so he's smoking a cigarette like a boss. Frank and Jamie McCourt, the owner of Dodger Stadium, who cares? So... Did fucking, did Garth Brooks get a divorce? Get a, get a divorce? Get a divorce? Garth Brooks and that's why it's Sandy Moll divorced since 2017. God damn it. I thought she was talking about the lady. What's her name? Trisha Yearwood. Son of a bitch. Yeah, well, let's get into some Let's Talk Tuesdays. I got some real good ones. Uh, the King hit us up with some. And uh, there's one off of the uh, Gmail. Pod at gmail.com. Hit us up. Hit me up on Gmail. The Gmail hit me up on... Uh, Fucking this little ditty. If you have any questions for Let's Talk Tuesday, hit me up. Uh, um, An Instagram official P's and Q's. Uh, But let me get to the first one. That is right over here. Is right over here. Sucked all the juice out of that ass. The hardy boys and the mystery of what it feels like to be fisted by Uncle Bernie. <laughs> mm-hmm. God damn. Hashtag sad children's books is what it's called. <laughs> um, all right. So here's a uh, good one. <clears throat> From the Duke, Paul venta If you could completely eliminate one fast food chain, which would you choose? I say McDonald's. It'd be fun to see who takes over the top spot and how they do it. And I think that Paul is 1,000% onto a point here. So think about this. I believe that worldwide the top dog is definitely mcdonald's and if you took them out it would be all the other guys trying to get to that top spot and be the big dog and we, we uh, you know, fucking yawn big old yawn we already know like there's a handful that be out right out of the gate right you take you take mcdonald's you eliminate mcdonald's from the existence of earth we wake up tomorrow, no more Big Macs, no more hash browns, no more apple pies, baby. So you hang that up. And then there's, like, what, five contestants who actually could probably take the top spot? Jack in the Box, I guess, would be, like, one of the top dogs. Because I'm just thinking of, like, national and international chains. Is there any, like, Subway? Is Subway one of the biggest fast food chains? Let's see here. Top five. Top ten. Top ten fast food chains. Whoa. Shush up. Mickey D's isn't even on top? Are you kidding me? Oh wait, no, no, no! Rank number one, McDonald's, thirty-eight million dollars in sales. Jesus Christ! Average sales, average sales per unit. Oh, okay. So how? Okay. So number one is McDonald's. Can we sort this by rank? Of course we can't. Why would we? Okay. Yes, we can cool mcdonald's is number one starbucks is number two. Oh, i would get rid of starbucks so cold fucking get rid of them just like they got the, rid of the seattle supersonics fuck starbucks you guys can drink coffee elsewhere get a fucking keurig that's what i would get rid of i don't know that does that count one fast food it counts as fast food and in, in this Yeah. No, I think that's what we're doing here. We're taking out Starbucks. I agree taking out McDonald's and watching Subway, Taco Bell, and Chick-fil-A try and do the scramble to the top. Now, here's a number that is crazy. Is that Chick-fil-A? Okay, so total units. A unit is is an actual restaurant, right? So McDonald's has 13,914 units, right? Starbucks has 14,000, Subway has 24,000 units. Okay. So and then Taco Bell has 6500. Those are the that's those are the counts. So by unit it goes, well, no, nope, I'm not even going to do that. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to do that. Okay, so, but like think of the total units. McDonald's is at the top of the list. They got 13,000 units. That's the number three. Starbucks is number two at 14,000 units. Subway at 24,000 units has the number three spot. So just out of volume, out of volume of units, Subway has... A leg up on everybody. Right? Then Taco Bell comes in. And they got 6,500 units. And they're holding up strong. At number four. Right? But here's the one that should throw you off. Number five. Is Chick-fil-A. They only have 2,400 units. They have 2,400 units. And they're they're swimming in the in the pool with the big dogs. You gotta love it, Chick Fil A, man. Their service is something fucking else. Excuse you, excuse me. Fuck. Uh. Yeah, I would get rid of Starbucks in a heart fucking beat. Get rid of them. Fuck them. Fuck you, Howard Schultz, you little bitch. You can suck my butthole. All right, and the next one, I'm going to have to look it up. I'm going to have to look it up. Don't forget to subscribe to P's and Q's podcast on Spotify or iTunes. That's P.S. Amberstamp Q.S. Or just follow me on TikTok at SlimeHandClem. And we will uh, see you next week. Now I'm going to go over to this one, and I'm going to go Let's talk Tuesday from the king. What is one thing you did or we all did when we were younger that you would tell your grandkids and they would think is ridiculous? For example, back in high school, we would wear shorts under our jeans just because you never knew when you'd go hoop or do something active. We would literally bring shorts to the store when trying on pants. Yes. Okay. That is that's such a good one. See, here's the thing, Musa. Is I appreciate that so goddamn much. Because when we tell our grandkids that, it is they're gonna be like, "What?" And you're like, "Yeah, well, you would usually wear like athletic shorts under your jeans." You know, it's like when my dad tried to explain an eight-track player to me, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, yeah, I just had one or two songs on it, and you just jam it in the front of your, you know. But, yeah, having basketball, like, something that we did that our grandkids will be like, you guys did what? And that would be like, I don't know. By the time we have grandkids, we could probably tell them, like, about camping. And they'd be like, "Excuse you, you slept outside. That wasn't the craziest thing you've ever done." Yeah, sorry. No, my my fucking my grandkids are gonna be sleeping outside. I'm gonna take those little fuckers camping all over the place. Fuck yeah. Um. Let's see here. What is something that I would tell my grandkids that we did as a student? I mean, it would probably have something to do. You know what? It would probably show them, like, I would show them some of the stuff, like some of the hills I skateboarded down or something, because I used to do longboarding. And there was a couple of hills where it was like, you went down this with no helmet on? You're the biggest idiot I've ever met. Yeah, that's probably what it would be. Like, having basketball shorts on is, like, Is going to be such a crazy thing to explain to, uh, like, a grandkid being like, well, yeah, because you never knew, like, you might play two-hand touch football. You know, you might just, like, get ready because there's a – you have nothing to do, and one of your boys has a fucking football in their trunk. And now we're playing, like – and that's how it always started off, which was the funniest thing. The funniest thing about wearing shorts underneath your jeans was that it always started off with you and your boys, like, chilling – having nothing to do and like someone like pulls like the football out and it just kind of goes back and forth, you know? And in high school it was like all of a sudden two guys would get in and then four guys would get in and then like in middle school too, like six kids all of a sudden are playing flyers up, throwing elbows into each other's mouths and then it becomes three on three and then it becomes four on four and then it becomes two on touch And then one kid two hand touches somebody real hard in the back while they're running full sprint and they scrape both their palms super goddamn hard on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that always went. It was just like, Ooh, maybe we get like, you know, one time we had a impromptu kickball game, which was probably one of the, we smoked a blunt at this park at my, like out by my dad's house. And, uh, my buddy had a soccer ball in his in his trunk, and we were at this, like, this, this was like a playground with a park, and there was no one around. And all of a sudden, we were playing fucking five-on-five kickball. It was so crazy, and we played for, like, three hours. We were sweating our asses off. Man, to be young again, truly. That's a good one, Musa, and Musa's got more. We're gonna save the uh, Gmail, the other Gmail one, because Moose has got a couple, and I gotta respect the king here. Um, who is the biggest douchebag fictional character of all time? Mine is the other brother and stepbrothers. Now, um, that's a good pick, but he's at least like here's the thing: is the other brother, uh, Derek. At least he's funny. Like, the other brother in stepbrothers is actually, he's like a funny dude. You know, but like, like a true douchebag, like, hateable character, fictional character. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know Joffrey from Game of Thrones was a little cunt. I remember not liking that dude. Uh, like, I can't, off the top of my head, off the top of my head, I can't, like, think of, of, like, characters that... And I know there are some. Um, I know there are some that I've, like, watched. Uh, There, okay, so 40 most hated characters on screen and paper. Joffrey was... Joffrey Baratheon was number one, is number one. Ryan Howard from The Office is number two. I kind of liked Ryan. I thought he was kind of funny. He was just kind of unhinged. Ted Cosby from How I Met Your Mother. Dee Dee from Dexter's Laboratory. She's kind of a douchebag. The Vulture from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Scrappy-Doo from Scooby-Doo. Ned Flanders from The Simpsons. Don Summers from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Janice Littman from Friends. I remember her being annoying. Miss Trunchbull from Matilda. Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars. Will Schuster from Glee. Terrence Flesher from Whiplash. I'm sorry, but he was one of the best characters of all time. I fucking loved that guy. Bella Swan from Twilight. Regina George from Mean Girls. Emperor Commodius from Gladiator. Meredith Blake from The Parent Trap. Uh, excuse me, that's that's not 40, that's 20 by my count. Oh, most hated book characters. Uh, Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights. No one knows who that is. No one knows who that is. Tom Buchanan from The Great Gatsby, He was a total douchebag. He to beat the shit out of his wife and shit. Humbert Humbert from Lolita. Mm, that's so weird. Nurse Ratchet from The One Who... Oh, yeah, I do remember her. Uh, Albert from The Color Purple. Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Uh, I don't know why he was hated. He's fucking awesome. Uriah Heep... Napoleon, Scarlet, Mr. and Mrs. Samson, Hamlet. Hmm. That's not what I'm that's not those aren't the answers I'm looking for. I'm trying like Joffrey was the biggest douchebag on the planet. But I but he was just a cocksucker. He wasn't really a douchebag. Like now that I'm thinking about it, Derek was a douchebag. Um Who else was a douchebag? Uh God dang, I can't think of anyone. I can't think of the last time like I watched a movie. Uh, I just actually watched The Family with Robert De Niro. and Him and his family are under witness protection in France. He's got a wife who's this lady, and then he's got a daughter who's this girl, and a son who's this kid. That's so stupid. <laughs> uh, the daughter in that movie is a pretty big douchebag. Uh, You'd have to watch it Anyways Thank you King And we got your last one Coming around the corner here Um In honor of the upcoming release Of Diablo 4 You were thrown into the gates of hell Which class do you think You would be the most successful at And who would your squad member be It has to be a celeb assigned to a class Oh my god What a question (sighs) For one, I gotta tell you I'm excited about Diablo 4 I don't know if I'm gonna get it Cause It just seems like one of those things now Where I get a fucking like, thing And I just never have time to do that thing Which is Kind of a bummer But I like did watch some tutorials And I watched some stuff Like I watched some playthrough of uh, Of the um, What's that motherfucking thing called? Uh, beta They had the beta out I watched some of those um I I think I would be a druid. I think the idea of transforming but also having like a bunch of like totems and and animals and an animal army would be fucking sick. I'd love to be a druid. And then I think as a celebrity maybe I'd want if I'm a druid I'm going to need I'm a druid so I can I can heal. I can heal. So maybe uh maybe I'd get Chris Pratt as a barbarian. <laughs> we just roam around kicking ass, taking names, brother. Um or because you want a beefy guy. You want a beef stick out there. Um, So it would have to be a barbarian. Because I need to equal it out. An elemental druid plus a barbarian. And the barbarian would be... I mean, I think you'd have to go Chris Hemsworth. Or no. Bautista was his name Dave Pudista? My barbarian my barbarian gates of hell brother would be Dave Pudista as a barbarian. That'd be sick. Uh Definitely stole this question from somewhere else, but let's fuck it. This is the last one from the king and then we're calling it a night. Definitely stole this question. Here we go. What is something you couldn't do as a kid because your parents just didn't like it? A couple examples for me. That my dad got upset at me for getting low-fat ice cream since it removes all the flavor. A second one is that my dad refused to go to Starbucks and takes us uh, to protest Howard Schultz for selling the Sonics legend. That is fucking. That's legendary as all hell. I was, dude. Hello, Synergy. That's fucking Synergy, brother. Uh, what are some things that you will not allow your kids to do just because of spite? <clears throat> I like this question a lot. And then we get to end it, baby. Um, okay, let's talk about it here for a second. Uh, things that my parents wouldn't let us do. Just, like my dad, since we played hockey growing up, my dad wouldn't let us play other sports it was just kind of like one or done i, I remember asking him I was like can i play soccer and he was like you already play hockey <laughs> okay <laughs> whatever um but uh something that i mean there was a, there's a list of shit that my dad wouldn't let me do just cuz he didn't like it you know uh but stuff that i definitely won't let my kids do just out of spite is, um, I don't know, I can't really, like, when I think about it, it's like, I want my kids to just kind of do whatever they want, but I have to, like, obviously you can't make them, let them make, like, stupid fucking horrible decisions, but, <laughs> um, it's <laughs> so, like, I'm, I won't let my kids go to Disneyland because of all the pedophilia. No, you know what? I, I will refuse to take my kids to. You know what? In honor of the reigning king, Musa's dad, my kids will not get Starbucks from me if they ask for it. When my kids get older and like, can we go to Bucky's? I'm like, fuck Starbucks. Until I'm watching. A gentleman in a lime green basketball jersey with yellow trim, 360 tomahawk, a fucking alley-oop from 40 feet out, live and in person at Climate Pledge Arena. No more Bucky's for anybody. We're taking it off the map. Fuck yeah. Hmm. Well, that was a good episode, I think. I appreciate uh, the Duke and the King getting me those Let's Talk Tuesdays um sorry this came out so late again i'm fucking sick as a dog and i'm just tired and i got like it's 11 20 on a friday right now i can already see the hangover coming right now i'm just gonna be stuffed tomorrow just getting my fucking dank wet um but i love you guys for listening I appreciate all this all the support and everything so uh Don't forget to reach out at pqpod at gmail.com or on our Instagram at official P's and Q's or hit me up on TikTok at slimehandclem. Uh, Other than that, happy Friday, happy Saturday. If that's what you're listening, have a good weekend. Enjoy your loved ones. Squeeze your family. Give them a nice squeeze and fucking enjoy life. Keep sucking wind, brothers and sisters. You naughty little boys, I'm out. Fucking. And now, now that so now that I said I'm out, I'm gonna hit you guys with the uh, little. Uh, never mind, I was gonna do what that guy did from New Jersey, the newscaster who got one one episode in of newscasting. Yay fucking shit. Love you guys. Well, darling is sick. You can all just kiss off into the air Behind my back I can see them stare They'll hurt me bad, but I won't mind They'll hurt me bad, they do it all the time Yeah, yeah Yeah, they do it all the time Yeah, yeah They do it all the time They do it all the time They do it all the time time.